It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Upland Property Experts, episode 143. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, brother? Good. 143, eh? Yes, sir. Nice. I, I like your new setup back there. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is my little uh, gamer shrine. Uh, we got, uh, I guess I could do a quick... We got uh, this is Snicky Snack from Razor with his Miles B chain. I think cut out the other. So look at that. Nice. Yeah, that's legit. Uh, my Snicky Snack sneakers, Upland mug. You got to have the Upland mug, Upland merch. Got to go get that. Upland Up X 15. Get that 15%. I got my MV Motors. This is a, a piece that I had. Uh, one of my people made. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's my little my little tur- turtle. Yeah, yeah. The top hat. My you got to navigating the metaverse. Got to got to represent. So, have you read that? Yeah. Uh huh. It's very insightful. You didn't read it. I don't read. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it on tape or something. Oh, I'm not a bot. Dude, let's go. I, I love that shirt. That's my favorite shirt in the Upland store. I'm not a bot. Yeah, no, it's definitely one of my faves. Absolutely. Um, we do. So that's a nice setup. I like it. I I have to, uh, may, maybe if this show ever takes off, we can invest in a studio for me too, where I don't have to tear it down <laughs> and share with my kids in the playroom. There um, you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do have a typical episode for you. We'll give you the secondary market update, real release. So we'll talk about how that release went. And we are supposed to have TJ Miami Boy on to talk about uh, a cool little project they got going on um, in Detroit that focuses on hip-hop and cannabis. So it's a pretty cool community they have going on. So I'm excited to bring him on. Currently, he is not backstage, so... Hopefully he jumps on, so we'll just rearrange the order, I guess. And yes. uh, I am excited. Fantasy football season is coming up soon, so that means that we will be doing the third year of the Upland Fantasy Football League. We did have a couple drop out, and it filled up pretty quickly. I got to verify the two people on the waiting list if they still want in, so we will see. Yeah. When does that when does that start? Um the let's see here. The opening Sunday is September eleventh, and they usually play a couple of games on that Thursday, so that would be September eighth. Hmm. And then uh I guess it's coming up. Yes. Yes, Franklin, you are still in since you're in last year. I had people message me to drop. So there is that. All right. So, um, you got any updates on Upex World? Oh my gosh, dude! So many updates. Uh, that you if you can haven't, share. 
Oh, yeah, no. Okay. So we actually been doing um, daily broadcasts. So if you haven't been watching the daily uh, AMAs uh, and roundtables, the boarding process is started. So if you're not in the Discord, make sure you check that out. Uh, discord.gg slash upxworld or just visit upx.world um, and there'll be links there. Uh, we, yeah, so again, we stream pretty much every day now. Um, I didn't do a stream today because I was doing this. Uh, but yeah, it's been going really well. Um, lots of really good stuff. I won't take up too much time because we'll get all through here. But <laughs> go there. There are lots of uh, bounties and a growing community. Uh, and so, yeah, it's very exciting. And I think what I what I what's important for people to realize, and there's a lot of hesitation, and I'll say this, and I appreciate it. The NFT community is very skittish about uh, you know all these like sham or rug pull things. You can't be a rug pull if you're not selling anything. So keep that in mind when you visit Upex World. We are not an NFT project. We are not. We are not making NFTs to show them to you. That's not what we're about. We're making a gamification layer two that will be bringing utility and gamification to other layer one projects like Upland or other um, you know metaverses, NFT dApps, etc. So we aren't shilling anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not asking you to go pre-purchase a $200 NFT pack. Come be a part of our story. Uh, engage in one of the bounties to earn uh, cash and other prizes. Uh, and just join the journey. We're, we're not, yeah, that's my biggest thing. It's people like, oh, it sounds like, you know, and I won't name other projects in the past that have not uh, gone sterling. And I go, yeah, I can appreciate that, except... We're not asking anybody for money. Um, so we're not asking you to buy anything um, that isn't going to be, hey, make go play this game um, and, and do some stuff there. So anyway, that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, that's, uh, that is always awesome. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I got lost in something else. Uh, Ty- <laughs> What's up, Tyrus? Left House, always great to have you. Thank you guys for joining. Still waiting on our guests, but uh, definitely do check out the Upex World. I'm super excited for it. The more uh, I hear about it, the more I talk with you about it. Can't wait for that project to launch. Yep. All right. The market update. So, top 10 city floors in Upland. It's not as bloody as it was last week. Uh, a couple cities rebounded. Uh, Rio jumped up in there. Um, so right now to get a property in Rio. And I don't know how accurate it is as these data websites are onboarding all the information from Rio since the launch was just the other day. So, But right now with the data websites that we do look at, which is UpX Land Me and the UpX Spark Exchange. That's the numbers we do have. And there was nobody that had a US dollar floor price for it. But Manhattan, Rutherford, Santa Clara, Santa Clara rebounded. Nothing really jumps out. Um, actually, pretty stable across. I call Can it a pretty have- stable week. Yeah. No, it's a pretty. So you, but I mean, you couldn't have USD sales, right? Isn't there a minimum waiting? Um, I don't think on new mints. Secondary sales, there is. I'm not sure on oh, new really? mints. I, I'll have to look that up. I thought new mints were different because you can you can flip the new mints for Upex. So why wouldn't you be able to sell it for U.S. dollars on new mints? 
No, that was the big gripe, right? Isn't that I think wasn't that, that the big issue? Like, because you have to hold it for a certain amount, so then you have to like create a rotation. Yeah. So anyway, no, I, that's that is in, it is interesting to see it jump up um, so quickly to have a floor. So what tier was is Rio again? Four tier four. Uh, treasure hunting was a tier four. Um, so what was the city overall though? Uh, isn't that doesn't that isn't treasure hunting define what level what le- level city you are? No, nah, let me pull up the um, city classification tiers. Um, let's see here. What were the sends on it? So it has an airport. Absolutely, um, sixteen to twenty two collections. It's a tier two twenty seven percent FSA. So that's a tier two city. Tier two. Yeah, or a two one two city. Two one two. Yeah. Oh, okay. But a tier four treasure hunt? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. What do you think they did that? Um, I have, sometimes you scratch your head. I'm still trying to figure out how they determine what tier a treasure hunting city is. You know, they, I, I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't have a good answer for that one. It maybe it's maybe that's more. Oh, was that me? Uh, Did I drop? I'm not sure on that one. Usually, it's me because of my wonderful uh, AT and T service. So they need to just get fiber by me. Hmm. Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah, I think I, I'm curious if that has anything to do with just the fact that there was a cheaper price per up square. So it was meant to be a lower, yeah, I don't know. Because I think you want it to be proportionate to, like, how much it costs to buy property there, right? Yeah. You can't be giving away 5 million UPEX prize pools where, you know, the, the most expensive property is 100,000 UPEX, right? It's just somebody would win and buy out the whole city. Right. So I guess you have to, you have to like, balance it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Super close, small properties Ooh. make it easier. Yeah, there are a lot of very tiny properties, very stacked on each other. So. Interesting. Huh. Lev wants to know... Uh, <laughs> what up, NFT? Uh, love once. In, what did, what did you mint in Rio? Well, we'll talk about Rio in the Rio release and what we minted. But yes, we will definitely get to that, Lev. Um, let's see here. So now here's what I like to look at is the markup percentage of the floor. Um, so yes, the UPEX price or the U.S. dollar price to get in is interesting. And this is an exact copy of, hey, I had somebody do the slides and I didn't peer check. That's awesome. <laughs> That's two wow. weeks in a row that I missed, messed this one up. All right, here's the U.S. dollar markup floor. Um, uh, lost, that's just a sin. 48% of mint for U.S. dollar. <laughs> I mean, that's just a steal. It, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. But. Uh, I mean, all these are anything under 75%. I, there's so much value here. So if not financial advice, but if you do have the ability to put U.S. dollars into the game in the long run, 
it's a steal. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're putting in USD at this point, it should be direct to buying properties. We, you should not be buying UPEX and then buying and then even minting. I, I honestly wouldn't be minting properties right now. Um, if if your option is USD, I would be not worrying about minting. I would be buying LA at forty eight percent. Like <laughs> that's insane. Like because then what's your interest rate on that twenty eight percent? Something like that. Yeah, twenty nine percent, twenty nine and a half, right? uh, twenty nine point right? four. Right. Yeah. What? <laughs> and, and that's not even in a collection. No, I mean, it doesn't even need to be in a collection at that point. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's going to earn you a higher percent than, like, uh, it's going to earn you the same as a, as a rare, right? As a 2X. Yeah. It, without, a- without needing to be in a collection, it earns you as much as being in a rare collection. Yeah. And there are some limiteds that do approach the 2X point, but, yeah, absolutely, that, those yeah. are just deals. So if you find a way to scrape up a little extra cash, maybe drive Uber or Lyft on the side, go ahead and put your put your extra money. Are you telling are you making people get a second job to support their upland addiction? You gotta do what you gotta do when you have problems, you know? Well, I mean, you just took your kid's future and spent it on on games. Why can't we do that? Why do we gotta get another job? Why can't we just spend our kids' college funds like you did? Well, it, go ahead and spend your kids' college funds, too. I do I recommend that. I don't have a that. kid's college fund. My kids are going to work at McDonald's. All right. Then. It, I mean, it's better than robbing and stealing from your neighbor or sticking up old ladies. So. Oh, yeah. Don't rob somebody. <laughs> or, or, or stealing something and pawn. I mean. Yeah, no. Don't do that. Don't pawn anything. I, I don't think well, this is. your kids, because then it might be a two for one. Oh, dude, you can't pawn kids. That's bad. You can't pawn kids? No, that's very bad. Oh. That, that's jail time. Hmm. Federal pawns you in the butt jail time, prison time. That escalated so quickly. Do you guys think it's a bad <laughs> sign? Does this show people are losing interest? No, I don't. I think that this is people getting their money out. Um, this is, I mean, this is the game kind of where people will mint and then, you know, use their UPEX and then mint and then sell for USD. i mean if we want to get into it you can rob somebody in new york or california and be out pretty quickly with uh with no bail but once again not financial advice or crime advice like like that's like (laughs) it's it's just going it's just going to i i know um but yeah, I mean, some people might have overextended themselves and they're just trying. I, I've been seeing a lot of posts uh, in the Facebook groups about they have emergencies coming up. They have to finance something. They're looking to sell partial or full um, full accounts. So, you know, it, it could be people with emergencies or people that overextended or people that had other investments go south and they need to cover some issues. Hmm. That makes sense. I mean, we've all, I mean, I think some of us have been there, right? Yeah. I've been there. I'll just speak for myself. I've been there. Oh, absolutely. I've been there too. You know. All right. Looking at at the 30 day change. um, Yeah. The, the U S dollar prices are in the bucket. Jeez. Yeah. 
But you know what's interesting? Still way better than the rest of the market. Holy cow. So, you know, I told you I'm not I'm not a crypto guy, right? Yeah. I say that pretty much every episode. But I don't remember if I've mentioned on this particular broadcast or not. B. That, do what? Your B account. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so I did a while ago by, um, I mean, this is, I'm curious if it'll tell me when I actually bought this. Um, I bought through my PayPal account. Um, I bought $200 of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash just because that's all that they had. And I just put $200 into each one of them. Uh, so it was like a total of $800. And that was, I don't even know, a year ago. My portfolio right now is available $300. Like, <laughs> I literally, I haven't done anything with it. I just bought $200 of each. Bitcoin is down 60%. Ethereum's only down 30%. Litecoin is down 77% and Bitcoin Cash is down 84%. So, um, yeah, I'll take minus 13 and also plus a little bit um, here and there, especially when you consider, like, these are still the janky properties. These aren't the good properties. The good properties in all of these places are still selling uh, for for good money. Yeah. Well, let's see here. And the 12 week change. Okay, so that was 30 day, 12 week change. Yeah. Yeah. So still looking, still looking pretty red. Um, but as you th- said, 30% will take it compared to everything else. Uh, yeah, especially in like Manhattan's just still balancing out, I think. Like, and I think. Right now, Manhattan has found its new uh, new home. I think its resistance is right around a hundred hundred thousand upex. Um, it, it's been bouncing for yeah. uh, for a while now, right around the hundred thousand up to one hundred nine and down to a little bit lower. Um, yeah, yeah. I like I like uh, Manhattan at a hundred. Yeah, it, that, it that brings it great. more in line with everything. And I know there's people out there that get really upset that, hey, it, it, it had that hyperinflation. It went up to, you know, 269 uh, U.S. dollar floor price, and it, it was pushing 300,000 up X. Um, but it just got so blown out of proportion, and we broke down why Rutherford is still what Rutherford does. So, Yeah, I'm, it's going to be really interesting. I know, you know, we're going to keep talking about the Layer 2 hype, uh, but it's going to be really interesting to see what Layer 2 does to that. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, value in some of the bigger markets where communities are strong uh, because, again, like we said, I mean, imagine that there was, a, you know, a, a permanent neighborhood versus neighborhood kind of uh, Layer 2 persistence instance, right? Like, you're going to have the cities that have the most competitive neighborhoods are going to fare a lot better, I feel like, um, which is why, I, I, in my opinion, San Francisco, L.A., um, maybe even Queens and Bronx for the East Coast are probably going to fare better in the long run uh, because of their strong communities. Uh, so, Oh, absolutely. And... Um... That's that's what it will really come down to is the communities on all of it. 
So I, I do think there's a lot of value right now. And if you have the ability to um, get in, get in with your U.S. dollar, get in with your UPEX, flip some of your stuff, it's uh, – you see, everybody's everybody's already ready. So do they go to – do they go to Portugal or do they go to an, an, another NFL city? Um, I reckon with Rio, although, I mean, that's what they wanted. I mean, we're, we're fairly confident. I, I don't think that the Upland team is as unstrategized as people want to think they are, uh, at least on the big scale. Like, I think that they knew darn well that L.A. was not going to sell out anytime soon. And I think that they crafted the release of Rio to ensure that it sold out very quickly. Um, And I say that because Upland tweeted something to the equivalent, can we sell out Rio in 24 hours? Um, So they clearly had, uh, they clearly had an objective that they were shooting for. I think it happened a lot faster than they were even imagining, which is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, But all of that being said, does that mean that they release another international city or do they let, uh, because the thing is that we're going to see the secondary market of Rio start to bubble very quickly. Right. Right. Um, it's it's going to be the next Manhattan. Yeah. Um, because, and so, yeah, I, I, I guess that being said, I think it's got to be international and I think it's got to be fairly soon. And it was a partial release. They said they were only going to release about 55,000 properties and as a partial release. So there's more Rio to come. Um, and then as they've watched the other markets, you don't want another Manhattan to happen. So you have to have another international. I think that's why they announced the uh, football announcement with uh, Portugal, the club in Portugal. So I could see uh, that city releasing soon. Yeah. Everybody wants Denver. We got a vote for Miami. Yeah, all right. I see you guys. All right. I'm feeling generous today. Let's give away 20,000 UPEX. Um, right now, everybody that's watching live, go ahead, put a hashtag new city in. I'll give you guys a, a minute or two to do that while we keep talking. And uh, I'll give away 20,000 UPEX. We'll do a random drawing here. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Everybody always loves free OPEX. I really like free everything. Uh, Sam wants to know if the next, if the first 20 players of Upland leave tomorrow morning, what will happen to Upland? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they get a new top 20. Like, hey, hey, Tyrus, I'll give you a second. I know you want Green Bay as a new city, but I need the, I need the new city. And happy mf I need the new city word pushed together so I can, so the program will grab it. So I'll give you guys a, couple seconds to correct that <laughs> oh you got a program well it's it's just a stream yard it's just a stream yard tool and it just matches oh, text really? yeah wait so what if what if we do it y- you get entered error. oh i got an error and an error occurred wait a minute and Ooh. try again it blocked me from doing it nice i like it wow happy m ever one word why are you being difficult <laughs> Yeah, no, no space. space. There you go. Oh my goodness! Like herding cats. That's all right. Tyrus is it. All right, we got everybody in. 
start collecting comments. There we go. All right. We'll share screen here so everybody can watch and draw. Oh, what? This is super cool. I know this. Adam, go ahead and uh, DM me your in-game, um, your in-game name, and I will get you your twenty thousand upex. Wasn't he Monsters Inc.? <laughs> I am not sure. It's been a very long time since I watched that one, and we do go through a bunch of uh, kid movies here at the house. I feel like you should up it to like 30,000. 30,000? We can do the next one. Adam seems pretty excited. Yeah. Mike Wazowski. Mixed place in there. I was thinking of Mike Wazowski. Ah, there you go. Adam Wolnarski. That's pretty close, honestly. It's not as far off as you would have thought. Yeah. All right. Bottom five floors. Are you sure that the, our guests knew that they were supposed to be on today? Oh, yeah. We, we've been talking all week about it. Uh, mm. I, I don't know what happened. Mm. I, oh, uh, what do you mean? We know what happened. Who's got, <laughs> uh, who's got the 90s classic, but then I got high? Like, <laughs> by Afro Man. Yeah. You know what's up. I, I know what's up. I mean... Yeah. That's exactly. He's gonna be like, like three hours later, be like, "Oh, dude, I was supposed to talk to that pooping turtle." Yes, I mean, thirty minutes before the show, he's like, "All right, I got the link, so I can share it for everybody to watch live." So it was thirty minutes Wait, before the show. Thirty minutes before? Oh, he might have died, dude. We better be <laughs> nice. He might have been kidnapped. We don't even know. Uh, We're uh, over here singing Afro, man. Yeah, but I, I got high. But then I got ideas. <laughs> Dude, we need to get Mars on that ASAP. Oh, Mars is working on a whole new song. We've been uh, bouncing beats back and forth with each other. What? Yeah. So it's Dude, approaching. You it's approaching. Watch out for that spoiler, man. You got to say spoiler before you say that. Hey, it's, it's approaching two years. I mean, that's still a banging beat, and it's still the best intro song ever. But Mars wanted to give it a give it a facelift, so we we've been talking back and forth, and uh, it's approaching two years. So he kind of wants to come on and and do the intro live. So we're, we're working on that. Did I love it? Love it. That's so cool. Oh, absolutely. But then we'll have him riff. We'll have him do a verse for "Then I Got High." <laughs> Yes. So the bottom five city floors, actually the floors went up, which I was kind of surprised with uh, Rio being released, that your bottom five oh, city floors went up. Oh. That's a great sign. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. We just had an international release of a new city, and the prices really didn't plummet like we've seen previously, which is kind of interesting. I mean, you. I mean, even if we go back to... Yeah, no, I mean, like that... Previous that week. kind of means that the market's really on an uptick then. Yeah. Because those those numbers can easily be accounted for in liquidation for a new city. Yeah. Especially an international one. Yeah. So that is actually 
pretty impressive. You know, you got cities that are up 10, 10% plus and not many cities in the red, not many top 10 cities in the red. And four out of your five bottom cities are green, but Kansas City dropped seven places from last week too. So they, they had a big drop in their floor price. So it skews your bottom five city floors are showing it's down 12%. Because if you look at the city right behind Kansas City, um, you know, it was Fresno and, and it only it only dropped one position. Um, so. Doctor, uh, sorry. I'm not listening to you at all. <laughs> Dr. Nobody just triggered an idea in my head. Dr. Nobody with your, with your thing. We need to talk after the show. Ideas, dude. Sorry. Uh, bottom five floors. Kansas odd worst. Kansas odd worst UPEX best USD. Yeah. Uh, so that that is that is odd. Yes. Hmm. All right, and then we look at the sold out aspects of it. Your real whooped all you. It, yeah, it, it just went straight to. It's got an asterisk like Vegas since it's a partial release. Um, not nothing really super well, exciting. True. Well, Vegas didn't sell out. Nope, Vegas still has properties. And Vegas is what twenty two thousand properties, seventy seven. Okay, but still. And uh, now, now speaking of properties available, <laughs> look at LA sitting at two hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, that that's still crazy. Still crazy, and. Last week we had ten thousand property, a little over ten thousand properties sold. This week only seven thousand properties sold. Um, it, now you can throw in the caveat that over fifty five thousand or fifty five thousand properties sold with the real release, so it would put it at sixty two thousand properties were minted this week, um, which is crazy. What was it? Previous week ten thousand. Okay, so it's interesting. We they only lost what three thousand. I mean, I guess with Rio being looming, yeah, that maybe that's why. I mean, people probably aren't minting that much. But, but still, it, it was a thirty percent drop, which uh, I don't know if you want to call that drastic from what was minted the week before to this week. Seven thousand properties were still minted that were not in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, but again, I feel like if you were going to mint properties, you were probably in Rio doing it. Right. And so, I mean, it did have 60,000 sellout instantly. Yeah. And you had Detroit as your top seller with uh, 3,000 properties minted. Queens had 2,000 and Los Angeles had just about 1,200 properties minted this week. Nashville, Kansas City, Las Vegas, and Chicago slowly all sub 500. Uh, happy MFR makes a really valid point, though. It's like, why mint? <laughs> right? right? Like, yeah. It's really about we, what we should be looking at is like, it, I think he's right, is how many are selling secondary market? Like, do, do we have the numbers on number of USD sales? I do not city? have those yet. Mm. 
Let's add that to the list. We need to start. We need to get a start to to get a running list of numbers that we need. Yeah. Oh, I have that. Just let me know once you once you're ready for the Upex World stuff. I got them. I mean, and and even Upex, the city with Upex that are under mint. I'm. Yeah, it's true. Just buying. But yeah. yeah. So as long as people are selling that stuff under mint and people are aware of it and they're using their resources to find these under mint properties, yeah, uh, happy MFers, absolutely right. Why mint? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's expected. And the top spark holders. We just completed another spark week. And, yeah. Jeez. I mean, I, I don't we even. We have as much as the top everybody. Is anybody done that math? Um, I have not done that math of how many places he equals. But for our people listening on the podcast and can't see our video, Abdullah has 442.62 Spark. And then MV Motors at 66, Isero at 55, NFLPA at 40, Expedia at 36.35, Beaker at 36, Dogfan USA 34.18, Team Sleep at 34, and uh, Braban Twists 33.91. I felt like you on that one. Yeah, what was going on there? I don't, that one just was messing me up. And Bukaki one is at 33.56, rounding out the top 10. Yeah, so uh, Big A's got more than uh, the top 10 <laughs> combined, the next 10 highest combined. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. So, finally, we get to, I know we've touched on it, but uh, Rio de Janeiro, Upland release. There we go. I was actually going to use that for, I was going to chop out a part from uh, last week's show and uh, put it up as uh, as a smaller clip, and it just never happened. But I made it, so. Okay. No, for those who say, like, just call it Abdullah Land at this point. Like, that's not fair. No. Uh, you know, he, he buys a lot in the game, but, I mean, he doesn't own everything by any stretch. No. Like, I mean, he doesn't even own, like, a percentage. Well, I guess he probably owns a percentage. Yeah. But, like, not, I, I mean, he doesn't own the most properties. No. Um most up square. Oh wait, or does he? No, I, he might actually he might hold all of it. Anyway, he rarely he sells, sells anything, and um, yeah. I know TM stopped purchasing properties. He was going insane. Um, Abdullah currently has fifteen thousand nine hundred and thirty-four properties, and then uh, um, yeah, but again, how many properties are there in the game? Oh. Um, we're still under four million, but we're over three million. Over three million properties, right? Yeah. So if you talk about, let's say three point five million for the uh, point of this exercise. Yeah. Oh, he overtook TM for uh, number one property holder. Sure. He did. I just checked. No, no, no. I believe. Yeah. I think that happened in Vegas. I mean, he owns point four percent. 
Just yeah. saying. Like, I own a higher percent of San Francisco than that, so. That's true. Like, and I mean, so, like, there are, and so the answer of, like, will there be people that actually come to challenge it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be probably a while, but it's possible. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I think uh, it's possible. But I mean, like, there's going to be other large um, players like that. Yeah, we're at uh, just about three point, right around three point nine million properties in upland available. No, so for- even less than point. So less than point four percent. Which again is nothing to start. I mean, he obviously owns a great amount of properties and valuable real estate and uh, landmarks and all kinds of stuff. So they're not, not saying that, but like he doesn't own the game. Like he's just the top player. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So we all wish he had his bankroll happy. Oh man. I want a core city Detroit. Nice. There you go. See, and that's that's the beauty of this. Like you don't need to own 15,000 properties. In all honesty, once you start to own that many properties, it's a real pain to try and maintain. You're never going to be able to build on all of them. You're never going to be able to like aggressively use them as, you know, profit. It's going to be a lot of work um, to really get as much value out of them as possible. So don't try and ever compete with those kind of players. Play your own game, get with your community, buy properties, generate value, generate community, and like you'll come out as far ahead as anybody else. All right. So since you did mention, let's give away 30K. You put in the 30K up this time? I put up, wait, you already gave 30K. Why? I, get, I gave 20K away. Read the, Oh, you gave 20K away? I thought you were giving 30K away. Oh, well, you said 30. I said we can do that next time. So I was ready for next Next time. time. Yeah, next time. That's like next episode or next month. Why not right now? What do you mean why not right now? Why not right now? All right, fine. All right, fine. I I love that I can talk you into things like that. So, Uh, But this time it's it's hashtag UpX world. There you go. So everybody. Hashtag UpX world and uh, we'll give away 30,000. So I'll give you guys a couple uh, a minute or so to put in UpX World. Ba, 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 ba. Just like Dr. Nobody. Do a hashtag like Dr. Nobody for your chance to win 30,000 UpX. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, hey, hey. I love the name Investment Tuna. <laughs> That's pretty. Like, do you think that he invests in tuna or do you like picture like a fish at a desk with a tie, like crunching numbers. I mean, tuna is a pretty big fish if you ever seen one out in the wild. Oh. So yeah, so yeah. It, it's no, not I a mean, whale, but it's still a big fish. So no, I mean, he could get his own office chair for sure. Like oh. it, it wouldn't. It's not a goldfish sitting on a chair. It's a it's a fully grown tuna. Like you know, he needs the the lumbar support. He's so big. Like, but he's handling his business. Absolutely. So definitely with a tie and all that. Yeah. All right. So everybody in? Looks like it. All right. Share the screen.
You're going to have to show me how to do this one day. Yeah. This is pretty cool. All right. And then go ahead and draw. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is that rigged? I don't know. Somebody have to like play back. The, are you just testing it? I'll give, I, dude. That's that's all right. Uh, I, I'll give thirty k away too. Yeah, we'll get everybody gets. JT gets it. Wanowski gets fifty. You give Wanowski fifty. All right. I give JT thirty. Sounds good. <laughs> Look, Jesus. So. Uh, I, J- Wait, how did? Oh, wait. So all he had to do was put rigged. Oh, is it rigged now, JT? <laughs> yeah, JT, is it rigged, is it rigged now? now? <laughs> JT rigged, and then he wins. Well, I guess you know what? It is fair and balanced. I guess you know. All right. Maybe that's how you rig it. Maybe he. Maybe he rigged it by typing rigged. Here, I'm making you give away twenty thousand more. No, <laughs> just like. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Heisenberg. Oh, hey, it's Ocho. All right, I'll give Ocho. I think Ocho's in the uh, the Bones program. Yeah. I think I saw his name earlier today. So Ocho, nineteen thirty seven, gets twenty uh, yeah, k. You're giving Adam, and you're giving JT thirty uh, k. All right, just remind me, JT uh, Ocho, shoot right. me a DM. And I'll remind you too. All right, back to the Rio release. Did you fly down? No, I flew down. You um, flew down? Yeah. Oh, I was going to participate. Then I got caught up in work, and by the time I had free time available, all of a sudden the message came through from Upland that congratulations, they have sold the all available properties of Rio de Janeiro. I was like, "Wow, that's ins- uh, yeah." I w- I didn't go down. Um, I did not expect it to necessarily sell out. Definitely not that quick. Um, and I think like this is going to be an area where the community is going to start to now be more perceptive. I think because we know how many properties ahead. I guess we don't know the cost per up square, right? Uh, I'm curious if Upland would ever be open to allowing more time with the information for people to strategize or if they like it to be more ad hoc. Because I know like when they start opening the stress test, like you can get the, the properties off the blockchain, but I don't know if it has the cost. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this before, you know, you, you mm-hmm. minted 65 props and sold 20 and made all your money back. That That's a great strategy right there. Happy MFR. So the thing is, so this is where it becomes important, though, because that strategy only worked because it's sold out. Right. Right. Like if that was I mean, that that the opposite of that happened to a ton of people in L.A. Yeah. Right? Like bought 65 properties um, sold all of them and have half the upex left. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. Um, so obviously Rio worked out. I think um, just selling out just helps so much because it just 
creates such an immediate floor in, in desire and FOMO. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the same thing in Cleveland. Yeah. I get, you know what? In general, it is true. I would say, I guess that's fair. In general, it is true. If you go, and especially while it's still in vanilla mode, if you know good properties and good neighborhoods and streets and stuff like that, I guess there's always going to be that semi FOMO where people are willing to buy secondary market pretty quick. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. And the impressive thing is, is they were able to mint uh, 54 properties a second and they did 3,320 mints in a minute. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nobody locked up. You know, there were nobody was complaining. This was by far their best release, smoothest release yet. So, you know, as they've been learning and growing, it really shows the work that they put in. And they're learning from um, each and every city release. And Rio was amazing. I was sad that I had no primary property purchases, but uh, hopefully once the secondary market cools off, I'll be able to pick up some Rio. Right. Yeah. I'll, I expect uh, two factors to play into that. I think it'll continue to rise, especially before vanilla, um, before the collection release, and or another international city. So I think like those are your two pressure relief valves, if you will. Um, I think once the um, collections are released, you'll see those properties obviously skyrocket, uh, but the rest should cool down a little bit. Um, just because if there's high speculation on what's going to be a collection and then it's not, um, some like people might try to liquidate their position, uh, especially in conjunction with the release of another city. So I would definitely say if you're planning on selling on the secondary market that you do so prior to vanilla, especially if you do not believe that your properties are going to be part of a collection. Uh, because what I see foresee happening is they release the collections and or an international city. And then the, the combination of that uh, brings that secondary market back down uh, pretty significantly. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And then. Uh, I thought I got a message not seeing if our guest was coming on. Very interesting. No guest tonight, it looks like. But <laughs> <laughs> now, now, when do they release the other half of Rio? Well, and who said it was another half? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, when do they release more Rio, I guess, would be the, the correct answer. Um, hard to say. Traditionally, they wait on expanding the same area. They like to rotate it out, which makes sense, right? Like, and I think like uh, LA might have been an exception, but they had pre-planned that. And again, I, if you watch what they do, I don't mean this in a negative way by any means, but each each kind of city release or every time they kind of change some of the variables slightly, almost as if we are lab rats and they're tweaking their <laughs> formula, which. I mean, the game is technically still in beta, which is kind of weird to think about, right? Like, it's not right. even in. It's not even technically fully released, um, which might be a good question for the next MMA. MMA. AMA. AMA. Of, like, what is that, like, threshold for you 
to feel like you're out of beta because you have, you know, now multiple professional third party um, contracts and you're international, you have USD, you have buildings, you have cars. When do we leave beta? Um, that was a complete aside, though. <laughs> um, in fact, now I, I, that got me completely off track. What were we talking about? Just when they were going to release more Rio. Well, more Rio. Oh, sorry. That's what it was. The uh, the LA where it was released in two parts. So I think they'll probably stagger it. I think that they'll go with another international city and then bring, um, and then maybe come back to Rio. Okay. Yeah, because you just don't like, we just had the big Rio release and you felt good about it. <laughs> Upland MMA. Ooh, who would win? Who would win on a oh. versus? Oh, maybe that should be our Twitter. No, that seems that might be that might go that might not go over the right way. They should hold this. Uh, so they got a whole year to prep. You know, Genesis Week, Vegas, twenty twenty three, Iran versus Dirk MMA cage match. Oh my goodness! And we can and, have. And, and so when our children ask why we lost our UCN broadcast license, <laughs> is it because that we thought that it would be a good idea to rile the community up about supporting an MMA bare knuckle fight between the two founders of the game? Could be. And Miles as a ref, so we can Miles get, a llama, ref. We could get okay. a llama costume and have mascot tryouts to be the ref. Okay, but hear me out, though. <laughs> there used to be... There used to be a show on MTV, and those who know know, called Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh yeah, I'm I'm just saying <laughs> that there is a strong use case for an Upland style celebrity. We can't call it Deathmatch. That's right. too difficult. That's too hard. Like Meta Match. Ooh. That's what we're calling them. That's to coined right here. Meta Match. Right you heard here. it first. Meta Match, and you take two opponents. And battle meta match, and it's like celebrity death match, but instead it's NFT meta match, boom, and uh, oh, yeah. it'll be it'll be the same kind of like corny fun. We get have Miles as a ref, dude. Done, done, done. Die me versus you, Mars versus left. Oh, all right. So we need we need some animators in this house. So if you are an animator and you can, you think you can get behind this, come ping us. Let's make something happen. So Frank, Franklin fifty two GS wants to turn MetaMatch into a blockchain dating website. <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> you're gonna meet. You're gonna need a lot more than a digital contract to get somebody to sleep with you, bro. Oh, there you go. Doyle versus Y two K. There we go. Y2K would destroy Dale. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Have you met Dale? I have met Dale. Oh yeah. Dude's got dude's got a secret intensity. Oh, he does. That's the best way to describe it. Absolutely. Doyle is scrappy. Don't get me wrong. Doyle can scrap with the best of them. But I feel like I feel like our boy uh Dale's just got this like harbinger of death inner like you like tweak him the wrong way and he'll do like the Vulcan pinch and just like kill you instantly. <laughs> I could see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
So we got anything else you want to talk about on the Rio release? No. All right. Uh, interesting message in the Upland server. Um, yesterday, yesterday about eight eight thirty Eastern time, it says uh, they had to take a minute to clarify that the current factories will not support car manufacturing. It will require a much larger factory, which has not yet been released. So there is a lot of. You already started seeing the shilling of, hey, you know, I'm building one. I'll sell it. You can get this car manufacturer. You can get a factory to build your cars, blah, blah, blah. So that hype train already took off. And Upland did clarify that these are small factories. You're not, it's for the decor shops. You're not going to be able to build large things in this. I, I mean, yeah, it's almost like a workshop. Yeah, it's I guess it's a larger workshop, but it's still technically a factory, but like a small factory. Right. Look, look at the size of MV Motors factory, and then look at the size of the small factory. All right. Right. I mean, right. even if you're a smaller production car line, you're still going to need a pretty big factory. Oh, you need a whole assembly line. Like they're massive. Car plants are huge. Yes. And- like. So, I mean, that's good. Clear. I honestly hadn't even thought about it. Um, when I saw that message, I was like, oh, are people really thinking that? Which is semi-fair, I guess. But I'm already annoyed at anybody who, if you are not one of the people in, hear me out, community. If you're not one of the people in the beta decor, do not waste your spark. Do not waste your resources. Do not build a small factory. There's really no need to. They released them, and I sincerely believe it was just going to be too much code or just an extra technical debt to block it to just the people in the in the beta. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's another thing. And hopefully, and it did cause, you know, a, a slight increase in usage of Spark. But don't bother. Like, seriously, not yet. It's fully, fully done. You can get it done in like 16 days. There's no upcoming urgency to have these factories. Plus... You can still manufacture decor out of a home. You actually don't need a factory to produce decor. You need a factory to produce decor more efficiently. However, everybody in the beta decor had the option of selecting any home, any property with a building on it to do the manufacturing. It would be like having a manufacturing out of your home. Um, so obviously wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to stick as much spark or have as many items in queue, et cetera. Um, but you don't need a factory to actually manufacture. And all of you who are putting factories on properties that are under a thousand up square, like why are you wasting that property? Cause that property then cannot be used for residential purposes. You cannot put living like it's, you're using it as a factory. Like, I don't know. People need to be thinking, I feel like a lot more strategic about how they're using these resources. Cause building a factory right now is just not, in my opinion, the correct strategy. For what it's worth. Yes, I absolutely agree. Happy NFR says thanks for the PSA. And <laughs> there's so much speculation. And that's that's all this game's been for two years is a lot of speculation waiting for the next release, waiting for the next partnership announcement. And uh, and I really think this uh, Layer 2 is really going to change what we know as Upland. And I think the partnerships that we're going to see coming in are going to be pretty amazing. So... I'm excited for it. Yeah. 
and and again, by the time factories come out, or by the time like need for factories is out with you know decor, other items, there's probably going to be, excuse me, a range of factories. You're also then going to know how much space do you actually need, right? Because now you have to build the factory and you have to claim the plot site, so the amount of the property that you're going to use as. Uh, kind of where, so if you see when M Motors finishes a car, it automatically populates it on the property. So when you do a factory, you have to then select the usable size. You have to select a usable area to then, when your items are made, they go to there until that area is full, and then your manufacturing stops um, until you clear it out and move it. So there's way too many questions right now for people to be building on those. That was designed for because the people in the beta needed to build them, and so they had to put them in the game. And again, I don't know why they unlocked it, but I'm sure that they have their reasons. I'm telling you though, don't waste your time or resources on them um, unless you have a massive property that you feel very confident. But even then, I wouldn't do it because by the time it comes out, like. I'm probably going to tear down my factory and build a much bigger factory. I've used the largest lot that I have in San Francisco, and it's you know almost five thousand up square, and they're very rare in San Francisco to be that large. So I have a small factory on it, but in reality, like I'm probably going to destroy it and build a bigger factory. But so there's just too many questions. I, I just wouldn't waste your resources right now. And I'm just sad that uh, it is the poo plant in San Francisco. I really had my eye on that property. Dude, well, you know, there's a neighboring there's a neighboring one that's like 17,000 up square. So that's the other thing is like there's going to be, I mean, there's some massive properties that are still locked in game. I think like that's going to be interesting to see um, as those start to unlock, how are those parsed out and stuff like that. The factory is kind of cute. Yeah, but the thing is, okay, and this is a good point. Um, I'd said how many nodes in, in building factory. If you are a community, like, what are you doing? Why are you building a factory? Because think about think about this: a factory is going to just pump out multiple of the same thing. It's going to look kind of janky. Like, if you think about the aesthetics of your neighborhood, do you really want something that has a hundred? road cones in its backyard like or just a hundred copies of whatever it's printing like because it prints on it like the cars right so you're just going to have this really ugly lot full of random garbage um i mean i guess it's random decor it's not garbage but i don't know like i it's one less resident that you have in your neighborhood it's I, I don't know. I didn't build my factory in a neighborhood that I wanted to necessarily grow like that. Remember when gas station props were speculated? Yeah, oh God, get out of here, Tom. Why did you put that up? I encourage that nonsense. He's one hundred percent accurate. When factory node, lol. Like now, that's not you joke about that, but like that's a that's a fair yeah. thing to have a uh, have a manufacturing plant neighborhood. There's actually one. Um, in San Francisco that has like a bunch of big properties. It was released fairly late. I remember we were fighting. It was, with, it was uh, down southwest and there's a bunch of UPS um, plant or sh- warehouses down there in real life in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. With uh, June June and Zihadago. Oh, yeah. We were all fighting for those big, there's some good big properties down there. 
Yeah. Like I, I definitely think that there'll be an industrial area, right? Where you have the manufacturing plants and you have, because the other thing is like when you have semi trailers, you have to park them somewhere. Right. You really like, like this is people need to realize like there's a reason that, that cities and urban planning is set up the way it is. And now Upland is kind of letting us redesign it for however we want. <laughs> which will be However, chaos, which is I'm so looking forward to. Yeah, which I think is going to result in people realizing, oh, well, maybe it doesn't look great to have a bunch of semi-trucks parked everywhere and uh, just a bunch of extra um, shipping containers and products. And I do hope that goes, you know, that, hey, you bring your, I know it's a weird concept, but you bring your spark to the factory and you get paid UPEX for using your spark at the factory to help produce items. You know, you get, you get part of the sale of the items, you know, so you can help increase the manufacturing. So it's just not all on the business owner. Yeah. I think that'll be with the spark exchange, right? Like that'll be part of that. I I hope that they allow main like manufacturing to, to lease or to rent spark off the spark exchange. Like people are going to do for uh, building. Yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't let factories um, rent it. Battle of the factories. That's true. That's true. We could do something fun on the, but like, here's the, here's the interesting thing about layer two is like all of the layer two platforms and players are going to be able to decide kind of what things they want to encourage in the game. Um, and I can tell you right now, randomly building factories is not something I'm actively looking to encourage. Cause I think it's a serious waste of resources and people need to, be considering like I've just seen some really poor factory placements for I don't know what reason. And so I don't really want to encourage that behavior by enabling anything in layer two to overly support that. But yeah, whatever. So also um, they do have the new reoccurring rush pilot program. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. It's starting in Rio. I mean, they've, they've lowered it to, what, 15 minutes, 20. They said every four days or so. So it's, it's open for 24 hours. Um, and yeah. they want to do it a couple, you know, about every four days. And in a 15-minute window, snatch as many treasures possible. And the leaderboards rank the top 50. Um, they've already uh, put out the treasure values um, for, the, for the different cities. Uh, then they have the leaderboard rewards and, you know, depending on based off of the tier, you know, tier one city for first place on the leaderboard for the treasure rush is 50 grand and tier five is 10 grand and it's progressive in between. And you can get anywhere from 0.05 spark to 0.03 spark for first place. And they pay the top 50. So you can get up X, you can get spark and, uh, they do have the cities laid out at least for the next month for it oh really i didn't look yeah there you go there's the cities for the next month and they rotate through um the different tiers oh interesting that's kind of cool so you can it kind of motivates people to move around a little bit too i guess yeah sure i see that's kind of weird to me because like on one hand they're like yeah you're not going to be able to do everything everywhere and then on the other hand they're like okay we're going to make it so you can conveniently travel in between days to get to all these events so 
which is interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll be intrigued to see how that plays out. Yeah, I, I'd be curious if it's like the same people, like or like who hits like if people are going to have a circuit, like they only do the tier one circuit or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, you can go ahead and watch the Russell Envy episode, and he could tell you how to treasure hunt in cities with no properties. That is true. Yeah. Still my I mean, that is Yeah, no, I, I'm truly in awe. Like, when a player hones their game, no matter what the game is, no matter what the skill is, no matter what the talent is, when anybody hones something in to that degree of, honestly, perfection or just, like, detail, like, to me, I'm just always thoroughly impressed, no matter how ridiculous it is. Like, and I'm not saying that treasure hunting is necessarily the most ridiculous thing to be that super fanatical about, but it's up there in my opinion, especially when you're like, okay, if I put my phone in the freezer for 30 seconds before, then I do this, then I do this, and I pinch it exactly this to shave. Like, I'm thoroughly impressed. I could not have the patience to sort all that out and then do that on a consistent basis. And so players like Russell Envy who do deserve every piece of Upex that they earn and every piece of spark that they earn. And if you cheat or bot to earn anything, you don't deserve a single piece of it. And I hope you end up in Alcatraz and your account gets banned. There you go. Um, There is no total spark supply. I I think there is no cap to the spark supply. I haven't heard a number because they said it. They said there was no, there was no total. Just well, oh wait, wait, but there's no cap. But like, what's the total amount of spark issued right now? Uh, we should know that. Yeah, I don't have that. Come on now. Sorry, that's a good. That's a good question because that would be interesting to see what percent of tools <laughs> of that. Yeah. All right. So. You look all professional and stuff sitting in front of your new uh, new studio. I like it. Thank you. Uh, you got because this is the same room. I had to, I re I rearranged some furniture to try and make it not as echoey. Yeah. Is this is the sound okay? Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah. You don't echo as much. There's still just a slight echo, but that's okay. Put a, put some stuff up on the walls. You'll be okay. Um, anything else before we get out of here this week? Um, no, uh, phase two of Bones Balboa is underway. Um, we haven't talked about him today. Yeah. Uh, phase one completely sold out and is, uh, completely built. Uh, if you participated in phase one, you should have received a message from me, uh, telling you which property and how much, um, to put, uh, pay towards it. If you think that you did a pre-order and you have not received a message from me, message me so that way I can make sure that you're counted. If you uh, have, if you want to be in phase two, let me know. Um, we can get you there. It's it's all the face, and then phase three, which is going to be his crown. Um, those are going to be uh, very expensive apartments. However, if you are interested, there there are still some limited spots available for phase three, which is the crown uh, upon. King Balboa's head. So, yeah, you didn't tell me what phase I'm in, and you didn't message me. So, I guess I'm out of one. 
Oh my goodness. What I got to hold your hand through everything? Absolutely. I, I filled out the form you sent me. I did what you told me, so you just exclude me. I got it. Did you do not fill out the form? I did fill out the form. Which form? The form for Bones Balboa. I did. Anyway. Did you? The computers? Yeah. yeah. Why you well, look that I'm- up? Why, why, why you figure that out? Anyway. <laughs> so definitely, if you're not, uh, go check out the Epix World well, you server. you might have. Oh, I might have. Uh-huh. Right. I know these things. That's right. Because you didn't fill out. You didn't fill it all out, though. Yeah, I did. Oh, you're nonsense. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's the standard. Maybe have lower and lower rewards for reoccurring competitive treasure winners. Just think of a way to give a fair chance. I mean, that that's how the um, the cooldown started was with a competitive advantage. Um, we'll we'll see how that happens and where they go there. Uh, all right. So while you look that up, and definitely check out the Epic World server. Um, and let us know in the comments uh, other videos you'd like to see from us in between our weekly episodes, and we'll put some content together for that. And until next week, I'll find out uh, what happened with our guest, and we'll reschedule our guest, and we'll go from there. Everybody be safe, have fun, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm screwed for ducking in Opix.